Thank you for listening to the Servants of Christ Jesus podcast. Today's homily from Father Paul Koska comes from Ash Wednesday. To support the Servants of Christ Jesus, please visit scjesus.org. One of the most amazing experiences I had as a priest was some years ago, I heard the confession of a person uh, who had not been to confession in more than 40 years. And being able to reconcile them to the Lord was a great gift because they had been far away from the Lord longer than I had been alive. I'm 34 now, I think back then I was probably like 31 when it took place. And so this amazing gift to be able to be with a person in the moment when they were being reconciled to the Lord. Because ultimately what we're doing today on Ash Wednesday, what we do during the Lenten season, is to take heed of what the scriptures say to us. Obviously we want to do prayer, fasting, and almsgiving as we're told to do in the gospel. But ultimately Lent is not as much about me trying to do various things as me receiving the merciful gift of the Lord Jesus. And so we cried out in the psalm, Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. And so we're imploring the Lord that what who he is, a merciful Father, that his mercy would be poured out upon us, and that his mercy would encounter us in the midst of our misery, and that his healing would be upon us in the midst of of our woundedness. And I think of, you know, something like Neosporin. You know, Jesus' grace is somewhat like Neosporin um, in the sense that it both disinfects, right? It kills the evil, it destroys the evil, but then it also, you know, makes your skin feel better, at least whenever I've um, had an infection. You know, it not only kills the infection, but makes you feel better. It heals and restores you. And so there's this profound reality about the Lord's mercy that his encounter, the, our encounter with his mercy uh, allows us to not only be forgiven but to be healed. But our encounter with the Lord while it is personal is not merely a private encounter because we hear in the psalm, Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. I have sinned. Father John has sinned. Brother Andrew has sinned. All of us um, have sinned in various ways, and so what we do impacts us, hence why we need healing and mercy and forgiveness. But what we do, what I do as an individual, also impacts the world and the church as the body of Christ. I remember reading earlier last week when the stock market went down some, uh, that the GDP around the world was negatively impacted by like a trillion dollars around the world because of the potential impact of the coronavirus. And the coronavirus began, uh, from my understanding, in a, through like some illegal fish market where there was, the virus was in a fish and got contracted to this person and then eventually has spread. And so we see the interconnectedness of humanity, right, where this one decision of an individual then led to you know, profound impact around the world. And so that's partly why we recognize the unity of humanity and especially the unity of the body of Christ, where we're not 
as just as individuals asking for mercy, but we're asking as a whole body. And hence, we come together on Ash Wednesday uh, to beg the Lord for his mercy. And the Lord's desire for us um, is that we return to him, that we return to him, we return to union with him, that we be reconciled to God as St. Paul calls us to be today. By acknowledging our sins, by acknowledging our failings, we allow ourselves to be opened up again to the mercy and favor of the Lord. And we begin to be renewed by letting go of that which is hindering us so that we can be reconciled to God. I think returning to the Lord as well also means returning our attention to the Lord. And Pope Francis earlier today He said, Lent is the right time to make room for the Word of God. He goes on to say, it is time to turn off the television or Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever you use. Uh, It's time to turn off the television and to open the Word of God. It's time to disconnect from your cell phone and connect to the gospel. Pope Francis goes on to say, we are inundated with empty words and advertisements with subtle messages. We have become used to hearing everything about everyone, and we risk becoming absorbed in a a worldliness that atrophies our hearts. So I think part of what the Lord is asking us to do during this Lenten season is simply return our attention to him. Return our attention to the Lord Jesus, who gives us the true bread from heaven. Because we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then finally, as the gospel tells us very clearly, Jesus desires us to do prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. He tells us to do do these things, but he also tells us in what manner we should do them. He tells us first that we should not do holy things simply for people to see us. We shouldn't pray and make it draw attention to ourselves. We shouldn't give alms with a desire to draw attention to ourselves. And then he warns us against fasting in such a way that we actually discourage people, right, by our gloominess. And so we're invited during this Lenten season to take up the weapons of self-restraint, the weapons of self-denial, not so that we can be miserable in our interactions with others, but that we can become more and more the radiant light of Jesus. And that's ultimately what we're each invited to do in our various circumstances, whether you're a faculty member, a staff member, a student. Whatever your circumstances are, you are invited during this Lenten season to become more and more the radiant light that Jesus desires of you. And we begin to do that by becoming physical signs of repentance on our very bodies. Because that's why you came in a certain way today, right? You wanted ashes. Um, And so we're about to have the right for the distribution of ashes. And the distribution of ashes has to do with, uh, it's a physical sign of repentance repentance for our sin, and it's also a reminder of our own mortality, uh, the fact that we will die and that we will return to dust. And so what's going to happen right now is there's going to be a prayer over the ashes, 
And then during the distribution of the ashes, you'll come up like you'd be coming up for Holy Communion. And there'll be four stations. Father John and myself will be in the center. And then Carrie will be on the guitar side. And then Brother Thomas will be over here on the left. And so when you come up for ashes, you can either come to the two priests or to either of the people on the end. And then when they'll give you the ashes on your forehead and... Uh, they'll say, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return, and all you have to say is amen. Or they'll say, uh, turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel, and you also just say amen. After the distribution of the ashes, we'll continue with the rest of Mass, and then we'll have uh, the final blessing and all of that at the very end. So uh, we'll begin with the distribution of ashes in just a moment. <laughs> 